Welcome to the Confident Retirement Podcast. How confident are you when it comes to life's biggest money decisions? What is real financial peace and how can you get it? Chris Flaming and Mark Peachy are the founders of LPF Advisors in Sarasota, Florida. They bring together the brightest minds to show you how to have a more confident financial future. They empower listeners with common sense concepts and financial wisdom. And now, here are your hosts, LPF Advisors. Hey, I want to welcome everybody to the Confident Retirement Podcast brought to you by LPF Advisors. The information we're providing is our opinion, not necessarily that of our firm or this platform. Nothing that we talk about should be construed as financial, tax, or legal advice or recommendation, and it's purely educational. You should consult with your financial, tax, or legal advisors on your specific situation. As I mentioned, I'm your host here, Chris Flaming, as always, and I have the pleasure today of welcoming Michelle Diglio-Bencarant. Her Florida-based law firm has been practicing since 1999 with an emphasis on business law. Michelle, thanks for being here. Welcome to the show. Thank you. All right, let's jump in. So I was doing some background on you and your practice. Mm -hmm. Um, You have kind of an interesting history on how you got to where you are today. So maybe just take me through briefly that and what led you to where you are today. Sure. So I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. And uh, because of that, I naturally evolved into owning my own businesses at a very young age. Um, I went to law school, and during law school, I also owned businesses. After law school, I owned businesses, um, and then I had my own firm. So the businesses ranged from anywhere to uh, a small um, nail salon to a multi-million-dollar manufacturing facility. So um, because of my experience, I approached law, the practice of law, business law in particular, a little bit different than other business law attorneys. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that those were all over the place in terms of the types of business that they were. So which one, if you weren't practicing law, which one would you still be doing? Do you think? Or none of them? I, you know what? I just like business in general. I mean, once yeah. you understand the concept and the fundamentals, it's, it's, I'd probably change business to business. If yeah. Like <laughs> right. Build something up and then move on. Yeah. Yeah. The constant challenge. Okay. So is there anything that you know now that you wish you knew when you started out? If you can go back in time and talk to the younger you, give them some advice, what do you think that might be? Get advisors. You don't know what you don't know. Um, okay. I would say as far as advisors are concerned, you know, um, just uh, people that are have a business background, a financial advisor, things of that nature, you will, by doing that, you'll avoid a lot of the trial and error type situations. So. Yeah. The pitfalls. They say that uh, experience is the best teacher, but if if you can avoid the bad ones, then that's a good thing. Okay, so how then did you come to choose the focus of your practice? I mean, you mentioned it was kind of your family background, but uh, was there some other reasons or an event that compelled you to go into the specific areas that you generally cover in in your practice? I just business was a natural progression. I mean, from being a business owner, so I, it just kind of evolved. It was, it was just a natural, organic type. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I know with other things that I've been involved in, they often sprout from stuff that you're currently doing or that you have an interest in. So that would make sense to me. And what do you think maybe when you're meeting with prospective clients, what they're, do they have some common misconceptions that they have about what you do or what, or what you can do? or what you can accomplish when you're in maybe initial conversations with somebody? 
as far as how I can help them as an attorney? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what you can do as an attorney or what just attorneys can do in general? Well, yeah, there's a lot of misconceptions. I mean, right now there's, you know, LegalZoom and a whole bunch of other outlets on the internet where you can, you know, pull down forms. And what we see is a lot of misconceptions are, well, why should we hire you as opposed to, you know, just pull forms on the internet? And then we mm-hmm. have to explain to them that there's a lot of liability, that those forms are generalized to be used across the nation and, um, it doesn't necessarily have the um, state-specific provisions that need to be in there or, you know, things that are, you know, more protective of, of your interests. And so that, that's one of the challenges. Okay. Well, and it, it might be better than doing nothing, but like you said, it's not as good as having someone uh, personalize it to their particular business or their situation. Yeah. Well, on the flip side of the coin, we, we, we you know, the people – we handle a lot of business litigation and in the business litigation, it's, you know, typically derives a lot of yeah. it from, you know, handwritten agreements or yeah. things that people have put together and things of that nature. So we just tell people avoid it. Yeah. Things that are too general. Okay. So we've talked a little bit about your specialty. So maybe you could give me a description or what you consider to be an ideal client for your practice. Um, an ideal client would be somebody that uh, obviously has a business and that is, you know, in the process of growing their business. That would be, a, I enjoy working with business owners and I like seeing them grow their business and helping them in the process. You know, anything from workers' compensation audits to, you know, just to employment issues or, mm-hmm. or and helping them avoid litigation. So that, that would be a sweet point is just somebody that has a business that's continually growing it and wants to grow it. Okay. And when, when you get in those conversations about choosing the right advocate or the right attorney for them, what, what do you commonly say are things that they should be considering? You know, you're interviewing three people like me. Um, here's some things that you should consider what you should be looking at. Experience. Experience matters. You know, just because somebody's a business law attorney doesn't necessarily mean they, they know the, the, the business law aspect, but they don't necessarily know the practicalities of it. And I think when when you have experience, you should look for somebody that has really experience in both because the knowledge really meshes together and it would uh, enable, uh, you know, an attorney to assist their client, um, you know, in, in a more holistic way, approach okay. things from a very different um, different perspective. Okay. And where, where, what's a common thread maybe that you see mistakes as commonly that business owners are making blind spots or gaps in, in what their thinking is or their planning that you help them to overcome? I think the main thing is, is that a lot of these businesses, when they start off, they start off small and they use the same, <clears throat> excuse me, the same practices to when they're doing millions and millions of dollars. Mm, that's a good work. point. Yeah, yeah they, that, that just doesn't work. And so um, because they're using uh, practices that are not um, consistent with the with the volume of their business or the size of their business now, uh, we see a lot of areas where um, litigation ensues. Yeah. Um, their contracts that maybe they wrote themselves don't have the proper provision. And we just get all sorts of you know, what we call the mess. And so that's something definitely that you know, we see a lot of- yeah, right. They, we, it worked fine when we first started out. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it should work fine when we've 10 x it 
mm-hmm. even though it might, that might not be the case for that reason. Okay. So then maybe give me uh, what you consider to be the most impactful thing a business can do to either protect themselves or to have in place at, at the stages that they are in growth. I would say spend the money on an attorney and get things done properly, get it set up properly. You will avoid a lot of heading down the road. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people want to save money and just don't have the ability. And I would just encourage them, find the ability um, to hire an attorney uh, to help you really protect yourself in the beginning. Because if, if like I said, if you don't, we, we just see a bunch of legal messes that ensue and, Lots of litigation. So, you, you know, in the beginning, if you want to save some money, you save it, but then you end up spending you know, yeah. 20 times more in litigating those issues. So avoid that. Avoid okay. that. Find the money and, and um, you know, hire the time to do that. And for companies that either have employees that are family or don't, mm-hmm. um, do you find that a lot of times the continuity aspect of a business, is that often ignored or assumed when you're when you're working with people as far as what happens if the owners or that one person or a couple of those people pass away or they got disabled or something um do you find that to be a common thing that's overlooked or that you're addressing i think it's overlooked you know we always tell people if you own a business you know whether you do it or not but learn all aspects of the business Mm -hmm. you know you have the ability to either a jump in or b hire somebody else but just know enough about it but that's yeah. often overlooked. That's often overlooked until something happens and, you know, then you're in crisis mode that needs to. Yeah. Well, everyone just thinks they're going to live forever, Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. That's, true. that's, <laughs> that's true. not true. We don't have that science yet. So we'll wait another 20 years. Maybe I, I, I personally don't want to live forever. Okay. So I want to shift gears just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, going forward, what do you kind of see as the biggest opportunity for growth um, in your business, maybe future goals that you have of, uh, of your legal practice? You know, we have a true heart for helping people. And so, um, you know, we just want to assist people in the way that we can. So from a growth perspective, we like to engage with people that have the same uh, values and the same objectives, which is to grow their business and kind of mm-hmm. utilize our skills in helping them do so. And in doing so, we grow our business. So it's a situation. Okay. You do it together. And then maybe on the flip side of that, Michelle, um, a challenge or obstacle that you would like the business to overcome or, you know, something not yet faced that you think uh, in the legal profession is going to be difficult going forward? Well, I think with AI technology, that's a a big, you know, topic in our community. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. in a lot of communities but in our profession and i think it's definitely going to affect our our uh our profession mm-hmm. uh how it's going to unfold we you know nobody knows but right uh, going to be the biggest uh challenge moving forward for us yeah yeah there's a lot of talk in our profession too about that and what it's going to mean and what the impact's going to be I, I think ultimately, and maybe this is a little naive, is there's still you can gain a lot of knowledge on the internet and with those AI things. The problem is, is uh, it's going to be tough for that AI technology to have the the wisdom and the application to the human aspect of it to be able to discern what actually makes sense for the person given their circumstances. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yet to be seen. Okay, now how about for 
advice for maybe aspiring attorneys um, in the business arena? Um, advice that you could give them on, you know, something you'd like you'd like them to avoid or sharing some of that wisdom about what they could do? I would just say affiliate yourself with a mentor has mm. more experience than you who um, mm-hmm. you know has that duality of you know being a business owner and and a lawyer as well and um, that would be extremely beneficial to somebody that's yeah. up and coming in the business law field. Yeah, that's really good advice. Uh, same applies in our field, mentorship. Absolutely. Okay, so if people want to learn more about you or contact you, what is the best way for them to do that? Sure. You can call Legal Counsel PA at 407-982-4321, or you can check out our website at www.legalcounselpa.com. Okay, awesome. I want to thank you for taking the time to be here with me today, Michelle. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. And thank you all for tuning in to the Confident Retirement Podcast, where we're hoping to raise the financial confidence of everyday people to another level, one show at a time. Thanks for tuning in. Be well, take care, and we will talk to you next time. Thanks again, Michelle. Thank you. You've been listening to the Confident Retirement Podcast with Chris and Mark from LPF Advisors. For more information on them and retiring confidently, please visit lpfadvisors.com. If your ears are pleased and your mind is now at ease, do share the program with your friends and subscribe wherever podcasts are found.